All right, we'll go ahead and set your props in a pile in front of your mat, and let's start standing. So, come up to the front of your mat, feet hip width apart, so that the ankles are right underneath your hips, and then turn your heels out enough that the outsides of your feet are parallel with the side edges of your mat, and so it'll feel like your feet are turned in and that's where you want to be. And palms together in front of your heart. Close your eyes. Move the tops of your thighs back so your weight shifts more into the heel and your butt sticks out slightly. And keeping that, lift your chest up, shoulders back. Allow your shoulder blades to rest against your rib cage, creating support for the lift and openness of your chest. And then bow your head, release your hands. Inhaling, lift your arms up and grab your right wrist, right thumb pointing behind you Reach and pull that arm up, opening your fingers, and sway your hips to the right, and slightly bend to the left, just a baby bend, and then bring it back up. Grab the left wrist, your left thumb looks backward, reach and pull, hips left, lean slightly right. Think of more pressing those left ribs outward than bending more to the right. And then bring it back up, and reach through both arms, and then exhaling, standing forward bend. Straight legs, using blocks if you can't touch every finger to the floor with your knees straight. And keeping your legs straight, slide up your legs until your back is flat, sticking your butt and chest out. And then exhaling, slide down and relax your head. Inhaling, sweep it all the way back up to standing, reaching up. Exhale, fold back down to the blocks or floor, and then inhaling, slide up your legs till your back is flat, kneecaps lifted, and exhale, fold down, and inhaling all the way back up to standing, reaching up, grab your right wrist again, reach and pull as you lean your hips to the right, side bend to the left, turn your left shoulder a little forward, and turn your face to look to the left. And then bring it back up, grabbing your left wrist, reach and pull, hips go left, lean right, but turn your right shoulder forward. So in other words, don't let it sink back, scoop it forward, letting that right armpit open toward the front wall. And inhaling back up, reach through both arms into a little back bend, and then exhaling, bend your knees, come down, touch the floor, and inhale, lift your chest and arms, chair pose. Sit like you're in a chair, reaching your arms forward and then upward. And then exhale, touch the blocks or floor, straighten your legs. And inhaling, slide up your legs to a flat back, kneecaps pulled up. And exhaling, fold it down. And inhaling all the way back up to standing, arms wide, reaching up. Exhale, chair pose, bending your knees, touch the floor. Then inhale, chest and arms lift. Exhale, touch the blocks or floor, straighten your legs. And inhale up to a flat back. And exhaling, fold down. And inhaling, bend your knees, touch the floor, look forward. Fingers back by the ankles, and then step your right foot back, coming into a high lunge. Wiggle that foot as far back as you can, so your front knee is above the ankle but hips are as low as you can go. Then draw your chest forward, stretch your back leg backward, and flatten out your back. And then step forward, and take the left foot back for the other side. Put your weight into the heel of that front leg, using your legs to hold you. The fingers are light. And then step forward. Standing forward bend, placing the outer feet parallel. 
Then inhale up to a flat back, sticking your butt and chest out. And exhaling, fold it down. And then inhaling, bend your knees, touch the floor again, look forward. Exhale, right foot back. Then standing tall on your fingers, back leg straight, thigh lifted. Place your left hand to your knee. And then on an exhale, start to twist to the left, starting from the pelvis turning, then the belly, then the ribs, then your shoulders. And breathe. With each inhale, make the back leg straighter and a little lifted, a little more lifted to help the twist come more freely. Then roll your left shoulder back, bring your hand to your hip, and shoulder and elbow both turn back to go a little deeper. And then undo the twist. Step forward, and then left foot steps back. Other side. The back leg really straight and lifted a bit. Place your right hand to your knee. Keep your heart lifted as you exhale and start turning from the pelvis to the right. Turn so that if you had a little bouncy ball on the back of your pelvis in the center, that it would roll off the left buttock. So the pelvis really turns. And then lifting your chest more, bring your right hand to your hip. Squeeze that shoulder and elbow back, along with the left shoulder growing back. And then undo the twist slowly. Downward dog, stepping your right foot back. Have your feet somewhat wider than your hips. And the feet the same way as you did standing. Heels turned out, so the outer edges are parallel. Then bend your knees a bit. Keep that bend, but press your hips further back, opening your armpits. Then keep that stretch backward. Slowly straighten your knees. Trying to lift and spread your toes. And then exhaling, bring your shoulders above your wrist, rounding your low back using your abs. And then inhale it back to down dog. Exhaling, rock it forward. Hips should be shoulder level. Legs and arms straight, low back rounded. And then back to down dog. Watch that the feet don't start turning on you. Exhale it forward, upper push up. Belly really pulled in. And then inhale, downward dog. Tailbone lifted taller. Then as you inhale, lift your left leg up in the air. Bend your left knee and twist your left side up. And then exhale, swing your left foot between your hands. Help it up if you need it. So the ankle is under the knee. Then place your back foot flat. But place it so the heels are hip width, that they're not on the same line. Back toes turn toward the front corner of your mat, so the back foot looks forward more. Then, inhaling, lift your chest and arms, warrior one. So turn your back foot, the back foot, so it looks toward this front corner. Yes, yeah, like that. Turn the hips straight ahead. Then as you reach upward, interlace your fingers, and turn your palms up, stretch up through your arms. And as you stretch up through the arms, stick your butt backward to give your back heel a little more pressure to the floor. And then exhaling smoothly, bring it back down and back to downward dog. And then with your next breath in, raise your right leg. Bend and twist up, turning up, looking under your right arm. And then exhale, bring it forward into the lunge. Good. Then plant the back heel, keep them hip width, toes in deeply so that the back foot has 65 degree or more turn. Then inhale, keep turning the hips forward as you lift smoothly into Virabhadrasana 1. Bend into that front knee, lift into your chest. Then interlace your weird way so the other baby finger is outside, palms up and stretch. As you reach the arms upward, imagine someone pulling your hips backward and pressing your chest forward. So there's an opposite movement from the chest and hips. See if you can lift the big toe on that back foot. If it won't lift easily, then you're probably tucking your butt under. Let it stick out some more. 
to get that big toe to lift. And then exhaling, smoothly bring it back down, downward facing dog. Then just roll your left foot over onto the outside edge. Just roll it, don't step it, just roll it over. Then step your right foot up in front of your right hip, turn the foot out and step the foot out so it's like a lunge. Then pressing into that right foot, lift your hips, bring your hand to your hip and lean back. Be on the outer edge of your entire left foot. Head back, big time, shoulders back. Do you feel the left heel on the floor, the outer edge? Uh -huh. Lift upward. Good, and then lift your hips taller as you bring your hand back to downward dog. Then roll to the outside of the right heel, roll all the way onto the edge. So you're on the outer edge of the foot, then step your left foot up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so turn this. Yeah, so I can't Is it my your ankle? I'm okay, then I'll show you what to do. Do this. Bring your back knee down. And have this leg like this. Then press up hand to hip. How's that? Shoulders back, head back. Bring your upper body more. So in the pose, for many of you, it's looking like this. Lean the upper part back. Hips coming a bit forward, so you get this slight back bend. Uh -huh. Then hips go up as the hand comes back. Downward dog. Mm -hmm. Then inhaling, lift your left leg again. Bend and twist up. Exhale, bring it forward into the lunge. Set the back heel down. This time, line the heels up. The back toes are only slightly turned forward. And then keep your legs in this configuration. Inhale sideways upward, a warrior two, Virbhadrasana two. And as you look at your front leg from the hip to knee to ankle, bring them in one line forward. So it's in one plane. Then once you have that lined up, bend your elbows in front of you. Take your left one underneath the right into eagle arms, Garudasan. And then once you're there, lift your arms up off your chest, hands away from your eyes. But as you move forward with the arms, keep that front knee moving backward, opening. Pelvis slightly turning toward the front knee so that that leg can stay in line. Breathe. Sit a little deeper in that left hip. And then inhaling, open your arms up. And then exhale, cartwheel down to the floor, downward facing dog. And then with the next inhalation, le uh, right leg lifts, bend and twist up, keeping that left heel reaching downward. Then exhale, bring it forward to the lunge. Set the back heel down, toes slightly in. Keep the slight turn of your pelvis toward the front knee as you come up slowly to Virabhadrasana 2. Mm -hmm. And then line up your front leg again. Especially if it won't open, the knee won't open up, no matter how hard you try, the pelvis needs to turn. Then once you're set, right elbow goes underneath for eagle arms, wrapping the arms around. Then elbows up, hands forward. So even still, everyone turn your pelvis to the left. What happens to the right knee? It goes in because you cannot anatomically keep your pelvis straight out to the side. Turn it to the right more, bend the right knee as it opens. That's actually the position that you want. Breathe. Inhale those shoulder blades wider apart. But release the shoulder blades, the insides a bit down from your neck. And then inhaling, open the arms. And exhaling all the way back to the floor. Downward facing dog. Then roll onto the outside of the left heel again. Step your right foot in front of you. Hand to hip, lift and lean back. Keep the foot that's on the floor flexed. That means toes are really pulled back. And the outside of the foot's the only thing touching. The top of your foot's not on the floor. Now lean back, lean, lean back, open your heart up and let your hips come forward towards your front knee. Then if you want, top arm can lift. 
But use the foot in front of you to go up with your hips, pressing down to go up. Then come up even more with the hips as the hand comes back. Got downward facing dog. Then roll to the outside of the right heel. Left foot steps up. Stack the left shin bone, knee above ankle, so that the bone structure is supportive. Then hand to your hip, lean back. And keeping that foot on the floor, the uh, right foot flexed, lift your hips more, take the top arm up if that feels appropriate. But leaning back, back bending, head back with the shoulders. Breathe. Then inhale the hips higher as the hand comes back. Downward dog. Inhale, upper push-up, shoulders over wrists. Either keep your knees in the air, put them on the floor, Lower down, elbows coming to your sides, shoulders staying back. When you land, point your feet. Hands back under the elbows. Then as you inhale, lift your legs, chest and head up into a variation of locust pose. Make your legs really straight, toes really open. And exhale, lower it down. Inhaling, lift it up again. Let your legs be wider than the hips, but turn your knees to look more at each other. And then exhale, lower it down. And inhaling it up once more. Shoulders back, elbows in. Now press your feet to the floor, keeping the knees turned in. Press all the way up to cobra, straightening the arms. Shoulders back. Flatten your toenails. Then drawing your belly in, lift up to your hands and knees. Tuck your toes, downward facing dog. Then on an inhale, raise your left leg again. Bend and twist up. Exhale, bring it forward to the lunge. Set the back heel down, line up your heels. Toes in slightly. And then set a block to the outside of your front foot, touching the side of your foot. Start it tall on the high level, you can always change it, and come up to warrior two again. Smoothly, slowly, and then line up your front leg, turn your pelvis, taking the left side of your pelvis down lower than the right, and then slowly straighten your front leg. Then exhaling, keep the pelvis tipping over as you come to your block. Hinge from the hip creases. Then lift your chest, stick your butt and chest out so there's an arch in the low back. And then wrap the right arm behind you as close as you want toward your left leg, but not so far that your chest caves in. Breathe. See if you can swing the left side of your pelvis closer to the floor and further away from your front foot as you roll your heart open toward the ceiling. And keep this lift and turn. Bend the front knee like you did in Warrior Two toward the baby toe. When the knee's right above the ankle, pause. Roll your heart open, keeping the knee pressing open. And then re-straighten the front leg. Then slip the back arm out slowly and reaching it up. Then bend the front knee back into that bent knee position. Then sweep the top arm overhead all the way back to the floor. Downward facing dog. Heels turned out, tailbone lifted up. And then on your next breath in, lift your right leg up. Bend and twist. And exhale, bring it forward. Once you're in the lunge, anchor the back heel, setting the feet up as before. Place your block on the height you just used. And once you're set, slowly lift it to Virabhadrasana 2, Warrior 2 pose. Line up your front leg again. So there's that turn of the pelvis, but there's also the pelvis, not only is it turning, but the left side, or your right side will be a little down. Don't try to hold it upright. Let it tip. Then as you straighten the knee, maintain that tip on the right side down. And then when you exhale, hinge more in the hip crease to come down to your block and land lightly. Then lift your chest so that both sides of your torso are not bending out, but they're even. 
Then wrap the left arm behind you. Opening your chest, turn upward. Turn your block up a little higher. Let's just see what happens. Uh huh. Now turn your pelvis a little there. Now mm-hmm. stick your butt out. Mm-hmm. Now turn your chest without losing that. Does that feel any better? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just keep a little more arch there. Breathe. Lift your breastbone further away from your belly button. And then keep that lift and turn. Bend the front knee, but bend it out toward the baby toe slightly. Into a version. This is a wrapped arm version of Parshvakonasana, side angle pose. Think of scooping the right buttock more toward the back foot, but a little bit underneath you as the heart lifts and turns. And then re-straighten that front knee, keeping that tip of the pelvis, and then slip the back arm out, reaching upward. Then re-bend the front knee into side angle. And then sweep your top arm overhead and down to the floor, downward dog. Then inhaling, upper push-up, shoulders above wrist, knees up or down, and as you lower down, keep your shoulders back, elbows in so that you land everything at once. Pointing your feet. Inhale, lift your legs, chest and head into locust pose. Walking your hands back under the elbows. Really squeeze those shoulder blades closer. And exhale down. Inhaling, lift. Flare open your toes so they're not touching any other toe. Exhaling, lower down. And inhaling, lift it up again. Remember, legs a little more open than the hips. Knees turn toward each other. Then flatten your feet, flatten your toenails. Come up to cobra. As you press your feet, keep the feet grounded on the way up. And spin your shoulders backward, away from your chest. Lift the back of your skull higher than the front. And then belly in, hands and knees. Tuck your toes, downward facing dog. And then roll onto the outside of the left heel again, once more. Step the right foot in front of you. Then press into the floor to lift your hips up, hand to hip. Lean it back. You can even look down at your left hand and see if your shoulders and your head are more in line with the baby finger or the thumb and index finger. Bring more toward the baby finger, your head and shoulders. And then hips higher as you come back down, downward dog. And then roll to the outside of the right heel. Left foot steps up and turns out. Then pressing down, lift. You might play around with the position of your left foot to make it the most um, supportive and helpful, but lean back. If your right shoulder is directly above your wrist, you're not gonna be able to work as easily. If that's the case, slide your right leg further away from your hand so the arm is slanted. The right arm is slanting backward. Then lift and lean back, chest up, arm up if you want. Then hips go upward as the hand comes back down, downward dog. And then looking forward, slight bend to the knees, step or jump forward to the front of your mat, standing forward bend. Feet hip width, outer edges parallel. Then inhale, lift to a flat back. And exhaling, fold it down. And then bend your knees just enough for you to kind of lay your belly on your thighs. And in, reach your arms behind your back to interlace your fingers. Then keep your arms bent first. Squeeze your shoulder blades together so the shoulders are off your chest. Then as, as long as you can maintain that, take the arms as straight as you want. Releasing your neck, releasing your head. And if you can keep your shoulders below your hips, the legs can go straighter. If the knees were straight, re-bend them. Interlace your fingers your weird way, starting with bent arms. And then shoulder blades first squeeze in. Then the arms work as straight as they can go. Then if you can take the legs straighter with the 
Shoulders staying below hips and the shoulders staying on your back. You're welcome to go there. And then bending your knees if they were straight, release your hands to the floor. And lower your hips down toward a squat. You can walk your feet apart. Just don't think yoga. Just think, if I were to just squat down, how would I squat? So don't try to conceptualize it. Is it something certain way? Just squat down like you normally would, whether it's what you would view as the best alignment or not. And just let your body kind of drape down between your legs, kind of wiggle yourself, try to get as low as possible. And let your head hang. Let your elbows bend toward the floor as if you were going to just turn into this weird shape, like curled into a ball. And then slowly, just try to be as fun with this as possible. Keep your head hanging, your butt hanging. And it's just, your arms can kind of reach forward to help control it a little, but just fall back on your butt. Keep tucked under and rounded, but let your butt just kind of fall back as you kind of reach forward to come to sitting. All right. So that's why I said have fun with it. You know, don't, don't be too serious, right? How are we feeling so far? Warmed up? Good. All right, sit so you're kind of in the middle of your mat, so your feet can be like this in front of you. Just you can judge how much the feet need to be in, just so that they're flat and they're not struggling. Okay? Then <clears throat> just sit here for a second, kind of sit up, and try to lift your low back forward into your body so you feel like it's trying to curve in, and just get a sense of how that feels. And then do the opposite. Let your low back really round and so you feel this kind of rounding forward hunching feel and then bring it back up and then exhaling bring it back and just kind of get a feel for these two movements inhale pelvis turning up a bit more exhale pelvis spilling back now keep going as you inhale you're coming up and as you exhale you're rocking back but see how far back you can rock and still be able to get back up. So you inhaling up, exhaling back. And then it gets kind of fun, maybe, for you, because then you can create the arm, the movements. It can be anything you want. You can sweep out. You can do all kinds of cool things. But just rocking, this is the basic setup. This movement is rocking back, rocking forward. The arms do whatever you want. But as you go back, the further open and lifted the arms get, the harder it's going to be for you to hold yourself up. So you can monitor how much intensity you want. Anybody feeling anything working? What do we feel working here? The abs. The abs, right? But if you don't round your back, you'll feel it in the hip creases, in the hip flexor muscles. So you want to make sure those are taken mostly out of the equation by really letting your low back round. Then for a little fun, once you rock up on the exhale, almost like you're stirring a huge pot, swing the arms one direction, bring it back, and go around. Now you can also go like this and just kind of circle this way, which is the way I like, or you can circle the whole pot, right? But you pick however you want, so it's giving a little twist to it. But as you rock back, really let your back round so that you don't feel like you're kind of plopping back and up but that there's a controlled movement here. Mm -hmm. Feet stay flat, so you may have to bring them in or however you do. This is one way to get away from doing crunches because they're really not that effective anyway. Research-wise, it's not. They're like number four on the list. So this is a fun way to do them because they're working the abs the way they're designed, which is to stabilize you, to hold you, to hold everything together. Don't rock back so far that you, your middle back touches the floor. Only go back so that the low back might maybe touch the floor, but nothing further. And then after you come back to center, just go back the same rocking, just rocking back and forward, just the same original pattern. 
I'd do the soles of the feet together, knees open. Bound angle, hands behind you, and you can kind of, you can just kind of rock a little around. Now here's the fun one. Keep your feet as much on the floor as you can possibly manage, but start to round your back and start to roll back. See if you can put each vertebra of your back from the lowest up, hitting the floor in sequence to lie down. As you come back onto your back, see if you can roll down so that the lowest vertebra hits, then the other ones in that sequence so you don't plop, okay? Try that to come down onto your back. Just slow it down so you feel that moment, oh, oh, this one's not wanting to press the floor. Feel what you need to do to do that. Once you land with a sigh of relief, bend your knees so their feet are under the knees. And have the feet hip width. Turn the feet so the outsides are parallel. So you feel a little turned in. Sweep the arms up overhead. And as you sweep them up overhead, Stretch the arms straight, but lift your hips up without turning the feet or moving your feet. And so for these, you can actually, you can do, spread the legs, you can kind of go back and forth, spreading feet together, spreading open so you're in a wide leg, and just kind of working that and leaning back as you spread. You squeeze the knees a little toward each other, but lift the shoulder blades as much up off the floor as you can. and start to roll down, upper back. Just like you rolled to the floor, roll your hips down by the spine from top to bottom, each vertebra pressing the floor in sequence. Think of like an elevator with a bunch of buttons. You hit each button from the top to bottom. When your hips land, keep your back, lower back pressed flat using your abs and curve your shoulders and head and arms forward, round up toward the legs. So this is like a crunch, but not quite. And then from here, once you're here, just put your hands on your belly and you're using your abs and you may be using them fully, but just to see if you're not, round so that you feel your, your belly kind of bulge a little bit. Does that make any sense? Like the way you're, okay. So when you feel the bulge now, keep your hands there, but think of as you exhale, suck your belly in like you suck your gut in and do you feel anything happen under your hands? So now you've hit the deepest abdominal layer, the transverse. So that's how you get it. It helps you with exhaling. Okay. Inhale, roll back, arms sweep overhead. So that's how you work the abdominals to get all of them really firing up. Exhale, flatten the lower back, sweep up again, sucking the belly button down. You'll hear in Pilates, navel to spine. So that's kind of the same idea. Then as you're up here, take your arms, and take them to the left, so your arms are outside the left leg. Don't try to reach way over, but just reach so that as if your right arm was sliding up next to the knee, the left knee, like right on the outside, or the thigh, or somewhere around there. Then lean back just enough to go to the other side. So that now you've got both shoulders up, but the left one is higher. Right arm has to actually reach more and work that side more to actually keep that lift. And come to the center again, and then in sequence, roll down, arms sweeping overhead, hips lifting up, so the feet have to be under the knees so you can do a bridge. Think of the knees as you lift your hips, the knees are trying to draw toward the front wall. They're trying to press that direction. So as if you were on a slippery surface, if you did this, you wouldn't be sliding backward, but that you would be lifted. And then roll it down. When you land, Low back anchors to the floor and sweep up again. Once you sweep up, draw your right knee towards your face, but letting the knee come between the arms and just reach. I like to push the palms forward so it feels like you're kind of pressing against something. If you were to push into a wall or a door, you'd really work everything together. And then release the leg down and lift the other one in. Keep rounding upward, letting your forehead drop forward, chin dropping towards your chest. Try to bring your forehead and the knee toward each other from the, the engaging of the abs. Then foot down, inhale, roll down, arms overhead. As you exhale, keep the lower back flat, sweep it up again. 
Left knee comes in first. We'll do the left side. Then hugging the knee with your hands, lift your right leg to the ceiling. Flex foot, leg turning inward, and lower the leg forward, but let it stay off the floor. So as it comes down, keep the left knee close. Right leg hovers, reaching through the right heel. Let your elbows bend outward. Now keep lifting. Use your abs, otherwise your neck will start to feel the strain. Then stretch your arms forward. Keep the knee coming to you. Press through the palms. Flare open your toes. Make your feet more active. And then inhaling, lift the leg back up. As the knee, right knee comes in, hold it with your hands and lower your head down. Right leg stretches up. Excuse me, left leg stretches up. And then lower it forward as you turn it in. Keep the knee straight, the leg turning in. So your toes and knee face ceiling. Right knee hugged in tight. Then curl your head and shoulders up. Again, letting your chin go towards your chest. If your neck is feeling it, and I'm seeing some of your faces that it probably is, then your abs are not working enough. Use your abs to pull you up. Let your forehead drop down. Then reach your arms forward. Reach the straight leg and your arms in the same direction as you pull the knee towards you. Open toes. Belly down to the floor. Suck down. Then lift that leg straight up. Bend the knee in. Hold both knees as you come back with your head to the floor. Then exhaling, curl your upper body off the ground again, reaching up, arms reach forward, palms pressing. Squeeze the legs together so they're compact, knees coming towards you. Then if you can take the legs straight, pointing your feet, stretch your legs straight up. Try to reach your toes, spreading, reach them toward the ceiling, belly toward the floor, curling up like you're trying to fold in half. And then keep this lift lower your right leg forward only as far as the low back will stay on the ground and bring it back up and then lower the left leg keep your legs straight reaching through the feet it's gonna burn inhale bring it back up bend your knees into your chest hold the knees lower down then lower your feet down hip width and parallel arms overhead hips lift up bridge pose letting your knees draw forward You try the block between your feet. You put it between your feet this way, and then you go that way, and then that way. See how that feels. And you just lean back and push into it and try to open the knees. Good. Lower it back down slowly. All right. You got enough in you for one more ab thing? All right. So this one I call the breakdancer abs, but there's no real yogic name for it. Um, I just kind of made it up. So bring your legs into your chest again. The low back has to stay flat. Almost think if you had a huge heavy sandbag on your belly that's really pushing your back to the floor. Really heavy. Stretch your legs straight up. All right. Now, curling your head and shoulders up makes it easier, but you don't have to go there until you hear it. You can just rest for a second. Then your legs are going to spread open. Feet pointed usually helps, especially if you have tighter hamstrings. The legs will spread. Now you have to coordinate because we're all kind of in here together. So your legs stay as wide apart as possible. If you had this big hula hoop between your feet, you're going to swing one leg towards you, the other leg forward, but your legs stay as far away from each other as possible. So it's like you're doing the split. So your legs are open and they stay the same height to the floor as you swing them around like that. And then you swing them this way, right? That's the basic. That's the, st the setup. So start with that. The legs are kind of going like this. Okay, does that make sense so far? So yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a mess with everyone in the same room, right? <clears throat> but the legs have to stay as far away from each other as possible. The feet do, in particular. Uh -huh. But the legs are what moving. Nothing else moves. Pelvis stays grounded. Uh -huh. So bend your knees. Bend your knees. And then you can do it kind of like that. So it's kind of a bent need, but so the thighs are doing the same movement. Uh -huh. Good. All right. Bring the legs back to center, into your chest or on the floor, whatever you need to rest for a moment. All right. That's step one. 
Now just visualize those break dancers. You know when they're break dancing on their back and they start, they fling their legs and they start spinning? You know how they do that? All right. That's the basis of this. All right. It was on, it was a creative day for me. Um, spread your legs again. Arms are going to go out on the floor. That can help stabilize you. But you're going to do the same thing. So let the right leg swing towards you, the left one away. As the right one swings to you, it swings over to touch the floor near your left hand. Knees are straight though. And then you swing it back and then it starts to go. So then you could eventually do that break dance move. Someday, maybe. Does it make sense or are we confused? Mm -hmm. You want to see it? Maybe that'll make it more easy. All right, so your legs are up and you're out. So then you swing. So your legs, you know, it's... And you can go like that or you can keep it down like this. So it's... Like that. So then if they were to... You know, and they spin, that's how they do it. So it's like this. And then you can eventually kind of come up, do some creative things. It's not the most pretty thing in the world to look at. But you're going to feel the abs because the whole time the lower back stays anchored. You've got your anchor point and everything's spinning around that, that point. That makes some better sense. You don't have to look pretty doing it. Just have fun with it, not try to make it up something you would go on some TV show for to compete. So try that a few times. You'll come up with your own groove. And it doesn't have to go fast. And go really slow. The slower, actually, the better. Because then your abs work more to stabilize. But it gets twisting your abs, stretching through the legs. gets a lot of stuff involved. And as the looks on most of your faces, little smiles, it has its desired effect. All right, bring it back to center. Feet on the floor, hip width in parallel. Arms overhead, hips lifted, bridge pose. Knees squeezing in. So the inner feet are grounded. How does it feel to do these? I mean, hands whatever position. And just lifting up to your chest. That way it stretches your shoulders and works that yeah. the upper back. This one might, this one's a little different. Yeah. Okay. And then slowly lower yourself back down. When you land back flat, knees to chest, hold behind your knees. Keep your knees as close to you as possible so your thighs are close. All you're going to do is curl up into a ball. The knees straighten and bend. You straighten the knees and you kick towards your butt. Don't push the legs away from you. Keep the knees close and start to kick to rock. You'll start rocking as you kick your butt. Stay in the ball. If your knees move away, you're going to start jarring back and forth. Just the legs straighten and then they bend. They straighten and then they bend. They straighten as you go back towards your shoulders. They kick on your way towards your hips. And then eventually, you can kick all the way to sitting. And once you're seated, come to hands and knees, downward dog. How'd that ab series feel? Pretty good? All right. You can get a lot done in a few moves. That's the way I like it. Then rock your shoulders above your wrists. Keep your arms straight, legs straight, hips at shoulder level, at least. Otherwise, your butt can go a little lower, so you're more slanted. But keep your belly and the low back slightly rounded. Now lift your left foot one inch up but don't let your belly leak. Keep it pulled in and put the foot down. Then right leg one inch. Belly really in. You should feel your abs working strongly and foot down, downward dog. And then come forward again. Same starting position. An upper push up or you can be in more of a plank, the pelvis that down. Tuck the tailbone under a bit then lift the left foot again. If that's enough work, stay there. Otherwise, open that leg a bit to the side without turning the knee. Keep it looking down and then bring it back foot down. Then right leg one inch up. Open it a foot out if you can, but watch that your belly doesn't leak out. Keep the lower belly, your pubic bone really pulled up towards your belly and bring the foot back, downward dog. Then inhale, upper push up, exhale, knees up or down, lower down, all the way to your belly. Feet pointed, feet as wide as your mat. 
Hands under the elbows. Inhale, cobra. Starting to peel up. Shoulders staying back. Chest wide open. Roll, roll the shoulders back. Wrap them around into your back so the shoulder blades come close together. And then belly in, hands and knees. Bring your elbows to the floor. Interlace your fingers. Make a fist so that you can put the fist at the front end of your mat. Elbows a little closer than shoulder width. And then tuck your toes under. Lift into a down dog but with this arm set up. And as you lift, lift up onto your tiptoes. Stretch your legs, lift your heels. Press with your fists and forearms to move your shoulders and chest away from your hands. Try to open the armpits, but let your neck relax. Then bring your shoulders above the elbows. So you have vertical upper arms. Then wiggle or walk your feet back until your butt is down at shoulder level. And just like before, round your back, low back. Drop your head, look towards your belly. Butt down. If you're not feeling the abs really, really work, you're at, your hips are too high. And you should feel some vibration in your body starting to come alive. Reach through the heels, but pull the belly in. Make the lower back more round. And if you want to charge it up, lift one foot an inch. And you do the other one the same way as you did on the upper push-ups. This is the forearm plank. Feel the vibration. And then without your shoulders moving forward, let your hips go straight down to land in slumber party pose. Pointing your feet. Spread your hands as wide as your shoulders. And then keeping your, so you're up on, you're like a sphinx. Then from here, keep your hands glued. Press down and lift your elbows up for a slanting cobra, slanted arm cobra. Just press up. Lean into your shoulders so the shoulder blades wrap more against your back. But as you let that happen, press down and pump your chest upward. And then slowly lower the elbows back down where they were before. Then scoot the hands back to normal cobra position under the elbows. And then press into normal cobra as you flatten every toenail. And just feel the stretch in the belly if there is one. And then inhale to hands and knees. Tuck your toes down dog. Now we're going to go into pigeon lunge. Is that, yeah, does that work for it? Okay. All right, bending the left knee. We're going to pigeon lunge. So swing your left knee way out to the left. Swing your foot up as much as you can. So your shin bone, you're trying to go as close to being parallel with the front end of the mat as possible. But the knee is way out, wider than your hip. Now, turn your pelvis so it's even. So the right hip is as forward as the left. One hip is not higher than the other on the back. Back knee is turned inward so that your outer leg is closer to the floor. And then scoot. With that staying there, you can scoot your hips as back as you want. And then come down onto your elbows, interlacing your fingers, sinking into your shoulders, hanging your head. Press your back foot and leg down like you're in Cobra. Toenails flattening, toes stretching straight back. And just marinate your hip in this pose. Feel the stretch in the hip. And see if your pelvis, if you had a bouncy ball, like I mentioned earlier, would it stay in the very back center of your pelvis or would it fall over? For many of you, it would fall. So that meaning, for most, most times, the right hip isn't low enough, but for some of you, you've got such a good intention to roll that right hip down that it's going too far. So you have to find the balance so that the left buttock really receives that opening.
and then slowly walk back up onto your hands. Tuck your back toes, lift the back knee and your hips and then slip into down dog and then bring the right leg forward. Try to land the right foot flexed, meaning it's not pointed. That'll set the hips up a lot more in the accurate position. But the knee is way out to the right. It's wide, at least on the edge of your mat. The knee does not ever go between your hands. Otherwise, you, you won't go out wide enough. And keeping the right foot, main, trying to stay flexed. Turn the hips so the left hip turns forward. Right hip, one goes, right hip turns back. Left knee and thigh spin in. Then you can scoot your hips as back as you want to increase the opening. And when you're set, come down to your elbows. Interlace your fingers the weird way and hang your head. the right buttock is close to the floor, so should be the front of your left hip and thigh. Another way that I kind of get a sense of if my hips are in the even place is that the feeling of how far away each buttock is from the tailbone is even. If the hips are turned the right hip is too low, it'll feel like the right buttock is falling away from the tailbone. If the other hip is too far down, it'll feel like the other hip isn't as close to the tailbone. It's like you have to feel the density, the heaviness on each side. Come back up onto your hands and just simply fall over on your right hip. Swing your back leg forward to come to sitting. All right, take your blankets and take one of them, have it starting in this, the basic fold and fold the long sides on top of each other so it makes more of a rectangular fold. And then take your second blanket and you can do the same with it. For some of you this may be too low because you're going to sit in front of it and your torso is going to be supported. So you can do it this way and then have a blanket folded like that. Or you can, if that's not high enough, you feel like you're just collapsed, you can tri-fold this so it's a little thicker. But either way, however you like it, the second blanket's in a square and it's going to be on the mat or on the blankets like that. And you're going to put that on your mat so it's near the back edge and sit in front of your setup so that when you lie back, your hips stay on the floor, torso supported, head and neck are on the blanket. But if your low back doesn't like this as much, scoot your hips forward so your low back is not on the blanket, but the lowest rib is where the blanket starts supporting you. Okay, so go to that place first. And then once you're there, cross your legs like an Indian style so that the shins are nicely crossed and your feet are under the opposite knee. So it's, your feet are close to the sides of the mat And then once you're situated with that, take your arms overhead and hold your elbows so that your upper arms can rest back to give you some more opening in your chest.
Notice if the position of your legs is tipping your pelvis to one side more than the other. And if so, adapt it so that the pelvis is more even, which usually just means one leg might be crossed more underneath you than the other, and you have to adapt that so that it won't do it, won't tip you. But as you're here resting, let your legs become heavy and your heart to become light so the breath can move in more smoothly and a little more deeply. And then change the cross of your legs so the other shin is in front so that if you have the right shin in front, the left one will be there. And bring your feet under the opposite knee. So it's, there's many leg positions that are similar to this, but you actually want your knees to be resting on the opposite foot so that the shins are deeply crossed. And this will actually cause the legs to, the knees to come up higher. This is actually, for me, this is one of the most intense stretches, ironically, for my hips. So some of you, this may be completely, just completely relaxing. There's no stretch, there's no sensations involved. And then for some of you, it might be quite intense. So you have to monitor how much stretch and sensation that you're experiencing and if it's too much. And if it's too much, one way to adapt is to pull the feet more underneath you, back toward the hips, so that props the knees up slightly more. Another option is to arch your low back more. And then now bring the soles of your feet together, knees open, and Supta Baddha Konasana, reclining bound angle. And change the hold of your elbow so the other arm is holding closer than the other. So it'll feel weird, it's your weird hold. But again, find the balance of the pelvis. And see if you can really let your belly soften. So that as you inhale, the belly stays falling inside and that the heart opens to receive that breath in. stretch your legs out, spreading the feet as wide as your mat, and opening the arms out away from your body, palms resting up into Shavasana. But try to find a place that when you stretch your legs out that you can kind of wiggle and nestle yourself into the floor in a place that feels comfortable for you to be able to rest. let your arms and legs become heavy, grounding you so that the belly can soften and the heart can open. Let loose in all the joints.
breath in. Begin to wiggle your fingers and your toes. And then slide your arms overhead and reach through your arms and out through your legs. And then relax. And then draw your lower back toward the floor as you bend your knees one at a time. And on an exhalation, roll off the blankets onto your right side. And then use your arms to very slowly come up to sitting. And bring your palms together in front of your heart. Bow your head. Namaste. Namaste.